everybody. Welcome to another episode. I'm Rob. I'm Adam. I'm Caleb. And this is Everybody, everybody in the Conference room. room. That's right. Welcome, guys, to uh, another episode. As always, thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe and uh, leave us that good five star on iTunes. Make sure you tell a friend about the show, the most tangible, helpful way to spread the word. It really does make a difference. And thank you to those of you who have been doing that. Make sure you check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash pod. Three bucks a month. Gets you access to the after party at Poor Richards tonight. Sort of in honor of like last day at Scranton and uh, Kelly signing the the what is it the staff, staff directory. directory. Yep, uh, yeah. we're talking about like last day of work stories or last day of school stories, stuff like yeah. that. So come on over to Patreon, check that out. It's only three bucks a month and uh, some good laughs over there. And as always, speaking of Patreon, I want to say thanks to our twenty dollar patron Let's assistant, go. assistant to the regional manager, Mister Brian. Cavazos. Nice. nice. Way to go, Brian. Nice little golf clap for you. Way there. to be. That's right. So tonight, guys, we're going to break down Season 3, Episode 7, Branch Closing. Uh, I love this episode. It's really good. It is. I love mm-hmm. it so much. Lots of elements in here. Yes. And I will say, not to spoil it for anybody, at the very end, I was like, get out of here, Karen. Karen. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> and go talk to the manager Karen, somewhere. Karen, you don't even go here. Uh, we're also going to take a look at a prank that Jim pulls, because he pulls one, and oh, does he? Mm-hmm. A good one. Quite good. Quite good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we'll also head over to Dunder Mifflin, uh, the Dunder Mifflin subreddit, and look at some quality content, guys. I sorted by new. This one popped up, and I'm just, oh, I fell in love. Good. I fell right. in love. Good. I'm, I'm excited it so already. It's so good. Uh, but before we jump into that, uh, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, Adam Jones. Adam Jones back. Back. Back 2020. Okay. The first episode of 2020 I'm in. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Here's a couple things. Okay, number one, uh, we got Caleb here. Caleb Polk, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Representing. He's Hello. wearing some translucent, clear, blue blocker glasses. I am. I'm trying to save the melatonin that I store throughout the day. They're sexy. Blue light filtering. He's I very trendy. It, so. I, want, yeah. I want a pair Ask of Ask me those. a math problem when you do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably know it. Uh, Andy is uh, taking a little bit of a break this week, and so uh, we gave her the night off. So she is chilling. Nice. And it's just, it's the boys. The boys are back in town. Our intro sounded very manly compared to when Andy's here. Yeah. Yeah, Everybody in the conference conference room. room. Everybody in the conference room. Open Uh, up this pit. That's right. Uh, But Adam Jones, (laughs) hanging with us. Uh, Let's take a little bit, let's take care of a little bit of housekeeping. Adam Jones. A little bit of a uh, little bit of announcement here. Let's talk about this, my friend. Hand it yes. over to you. Yes. So basically, uh, we had a, just a hiatus for a long time, mm-hmm. and and what I found during that hiatus is, as uh, I thought through it a little bit more, is one things that listeners may not know. I have a new job this year. Indeed. Yes. My wife has a new job this year. Indeed. So our schedules have changed a lot, and so when we took that hiatus, I was like, oh man, this is actually makes my schedule much easier. Mm. And so then I just talked to Rob basically right when 2020 hit. That's right. And we were trying to figure out when to come back on. And I said, hey, I think uh, I think with our new schedules and um, especially with my wife, she goes to bed much earlier now and our schedules kind of are lopsided. Uh, I was just like, I, I'm going to take just a step away from this for now. I'll probably still come on as a guest every so often or whatever, uh, but won't be a regular host anymore. And so it's just uh, one of those things where I was like, I kind of got to choose what, what we're going to do with our schedule and how this is going to work now. And and uh, that's what it was. So that's a man right there. Yeah, that's a man. It's sad. Prioritize. Yeah. Prioritize. Dang it, Adam Jones. Dang it, organization. Yeah, but uh, so that's what things will look like moving forward. Now, fellas, are you ready to break down 
Season three, episode seven. Branch closing. Yes. Shall we? Let's mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Without further ado. Let's do it. Tonight, Michael gets some terrible news. Jim gets an incredible offer. Dwight is on a stakeout. And Meredith is on the hunt. Yes, she is. Oh, dear <laughs> yes, Lord. She is. This is Branch closing, season three, episode seven of The Office. So the episode opens, and I have to say, this is probably one of my favorite cold opens in the history of the series. <laughs> it is good. Jim is standing at the fax machine in Stanford. Mm-hmm. It's early in the morning. He is sending a fax. Karen Filippelli walks in, and she says to Jim, who are you faxing so early? It's kind of a long story. Mm-hmm. We find out that when Jim left Scranton, he took a stack of Dwight's stationery. <laughs> <laughs> and is now playing the long game here. I know. Oh, it's so good. We're gonna give it. We're gonna give it a score at the end of the episode. And uh, spoiler, it's gonna be a high one from old Rob. Anyways, mm-hmm. he is sending faxes to Dwight from himself from the future. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and in this current one, Dwight receives a fax from future <laughs> Dwight that says, "At 8 a.m., somebody poisons the coffee." Don't drink it. More instructions to follow. Yep. Sincerely, future Dwight. Yes. And as he receives his facts, poor Stanley, he's just trying. It's not pretzel day. It's right. <laughs> it is not. The only thing that he has is to start his day off with a nice, strong, beautiful cup of coffee. He needs yeah. it. But Dwight, being the hero that he is, <laughs> runs across the bullpen, slaps the coffee out of Stanley's hand, and says, "You'll thank me later." Yeah. <laughs> to which Stanley says nothing. <laughs> Stanley's thinking my nap this afternoon is going to be much sooner now. Indeed. Yes. No coffee, apparently. He's thinking, I'm going to have to take a three-hour lunch today. Yeah, it'll be a little bit longer. It's pretty It's pretty awesome of Dwight, though. Mm-hmm. This is the it equivalent is. of like diving, almost like diving in front of a bullet for the yeah. president. You, you see the heart of Dwight here. But here's my question with all this. Hit me. What is a fax? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You're so young, Adam Jones. My wife's the, she's she does B two B stuff and she had to she's working with the hospital and they're like yeah we can't um, do certain records you know they have to be faxed and I'm like is this 2020 faxed and yeah. we have to fax let me put down my things. Walkman real quick yeah, yeah for real. Sony Walkman <laughs> hey, let me pause my Walkman and hit pause on my Game Boy yeah. and then sorry I, I got you. I got you on the old corded phone let me yeah. let me get back into the yeah, kitchen hold on. Here. let me leave it let me leave it off the hook and I'll oh, I'll pick up in the other yeah. room it's so ridiculous that is crazy dude <laughs> hospitals are like weird about certain things yeah so. I had to go to the DMV recently rabbit trail oh, great gosh. because i had to i had to apply for my very first utah license i'm proud of you by oh. the way it only took you two years i've lived here for three years oh my gosh <laughs> but my license was expiring for the first time in my life oh yeah yeah, yeah. and so i had to apply for my new one and so, so you had to take the test i had to go in oh my I, okay, gosh okay here's the deal dude. i made the appointment i went in uh-huh. with all of the documentation that i thought i was supposed to have uh-huh. i get up to the window and the lady's like this one document is not going to work it doesn't have your address on it oh no and I'm like, you have a birth, you have a certified birth certificate. My actual issued social security card from yeah. when I was a child. Yeah. A utility bill. And then you have this like car registration that doesn't happen <laughs> to have my address on it. And Crazy. she's like, I'm so sorry. There's nothing I can do. And I'm oh like, oh my gosh. Oh. 
It was ridiculous. This is my it, problem with Utah from coming from Texas because yeah. this is how you get your driver's license in Texas. You go to the DMV. There's a form. It just says name. <laughs> the second box just says barbecue question mark with uh-huh. just an open check box. Yeah. Not a yes or a no. Do you put an X? Do you put a check? I don't know. The verbal questionnaire is can you defend yourself with a gun Do you own if a gun? needed? And you have to say yes to which I've never yeah. shot one at this point in my life. And then they're like, you're now legally allowed to drive in the great state of Texas. There you Amen. go. And then you move to Utah, and they're like, no, I get that you're almost 30 years old, but we need you to take this 100-question written exam. Yep, oh they gosh. do. And I'm like, listen, lady, I'm from North Central Texas Junior College. <laughs> I already <laughs> learned how to read. I don't know if they got junior college. Give me them here. keys. I synced it. Um, yeah, I heard that if you just walk in the DMV and yell, go Cowboys, they just throw a license at you. Yeah, so that's yeah they're actually like, all right, you get to take the cop's car for an hour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You want to ride shotgun or leave him here? <laughs> I will say the second time I went back, okay, I had all the proper documentation. I even brought extra. It was like a thick pile. I'm like, I'm going to get this right. Yeah. They did make me take a 25-question test. Yeah. But it was open book. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. However... A couple of the questions were absurd. Yeah, they're really strange. Like, have nothing... Like, like which side of the road should you drive on? No, 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 no. Yeah. I understand that. Because <laughs> no, that I would have got that one. Yeah, yeah, no. I got 24 out of 25 correct. Oh yeah. But this is my driving test, and there was questions on there that were like, true or false? The equivalence of a vehicle to a train is the equivalence of a vehicle to a soda can. What? And I'm like, uh, huh? <laughs> and then it's like, true or false? When riding a bicycle, you must have both hands on the handlebars. I'm like, I'm, I'm here for the driver's test. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, don't never... need, I don't need the bicycle one. Yeah, yeah. is there another one yeah. here? Did uh, you give me the wrong one? Yeah, oh my that's gosh. crazy. It was so stupid. But you, Utah's weird. on another, another level. Did I you passed. at least get a real ID? You know what I'm talking about? Did you hear about that from the airport? I didn't even. It? Yeah, I didn't Wait, even. Wait, was this the um, give you fake IDs now? No. Yeah. Well, no. This is the one where you can like go to Canada and Mexico, right? Well, actually, in the States, starting in October to go s- to fly in the States, you mm-hmm. need a driver's license that has this like star on it. Oh, I have this one, though. See, I, I have, have this it. one. You'll have, have it, it on your new one. Okay. I don't thank have it you. Yet. Thank it just you, Lord. Because I got my driver's license when I moved here. Like a responsible you know, I was, adult. <laughs> I was supposed to do that. You, you mean you didn't wait three years? No. I, What'd you put I, on no. that barbecue question? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how to fill it out. Sweet That's honey awesome. barbecue. There you go. There you go. Uh, so anyways, <laughs> we're almost 15 minutes in and we only got through the intro. Okay, <laughs> Perfect. Let's keep going. Oh, this is going to be a long one. So as we come back from the credits, Jan has arrived in Scranton. And she uh, walks into Michael's office and he is uh, just singing beautiful music to her. Uh, he, he talks about how he loves to start his day with a hearty bowl of jam. That makes me <laughs> LOL when I Which, hear what, that line. What is that referencing? I don't even... I, I, you beats me, dude. <laughs> Gosh, Michael. He just likes a big helping of Jan Levinson every morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. But she basically has to break the news to him, Michael, the Scranton branch is closing down the board voted and you're going to get shut down and he's like by whose authority (laughs) on whose authority the boards of the board yeah Mm, yeah. those guys who voted yeah um she she makes it clear some people will be transferred to stanford some people will receive severance packages and michael wants to know am i a transfer person or am i a severance person i love that jan's response is there's no decisions that have been finalized but you are a severance person (laughs) It just but you fits. are a severance package yeah. person. If there's someone that's going to go, it's definitely going to be you. Oh, which it's a little bit hard. 
it's a little bit okay coming off of last episode where he completely embarrassed himself at Diwali okay I get it but that's not yeah. that has nothing to do with his professional mm-hmm. the last thing we saw him do was when he was like talking with what's his name Casanelli and he closes that huge yeah, that deal, deal at the end of the yeah. day you know yeah. what I mean like, said, this is a big deal exactly but, but Jan wanted to hurt him like yeah like he hurt this is her. on a personal level <laughs> oh my gosh so <laughs> thank god he only got to second base with his <laughs> exactly exactly could have been much worse as we got into the bullpen kevin is really concerned he's like asking pam what she knows she knows nothing and kevin is making it really clear if you find out anything you call oh, call, call me <laughs> i really need to know and she's like all right gotcha yeah. Um, and back in the meeting, Michael doesn't understand. He's like, we've had good numbers. Things are looking up. And she's saying, Hey, Michael, it's not just about numbers. It's also about talent. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he is like pretty upset because he knows she's talking about Josh. Yes. Yeah. And Josh is going to play an important role in the company moving forward. Michael is not having this. Mm -hmm. Like what role? King of the stupid universe. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. Oh my god. Which can we all agree? Like that sounds about right for Josh. But anyways, yeah. um we have a clip here because it's at this point that Jan has had enough. The meeting for her is over, but Michael decides to pull the heartstrings and go for a Hail Mary. So check this out. Don't I I've, do this. I think jo- we're finished and I need to we are go. Not. I would appreciate it if you would please <laughs> use discretion until we get our ducks in a row. Oh, I know you're mad. <laughs> Don't do this to me. I know. Please oh my me. gosh. Don't hurt me like I hurt you. <laughs> Jim. Jim. Don't hurt me like I hurt oh you. Gosh, oh gosh, I love my that part. Gosh. So good. <laughs> I love it. Is this do you think this is personal for Jan Levinson? I think like I mean, 10% slightly. of it is. Yeah, yeah it's slightly. like it's just like a little sugar on tap. Like the decision yeah. isn't personal, but delivering the news oh, is yeah. maybe a little yeah. sweet. I feel like she would have volunteered to drive to Scranton. Uh, right, she's right. going to be doing a lot of driving today. Um, yeah, she does. So uh, as, we, uh, as we go to a talking head with Michael, he's just saying, hey, this is a huge mistake. Um, he would like to see Josh be able to replace these people. He's talking about Stanley. Like, do you think Stanley's grow on trees? No. Do you think the earth is crawling with Phyllis's? <laughs> Show me the farm that's full of Phyllis's and Kevin sprouting up. And then I just love, Show me that farm. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> but so, so Michael is, he's walking around the office. And he's sort of reminiscing. He's sort of trying to drink it in. Mm-hmm. He ends up over at Stanley's desk looking at the Catholic schoolgirl daughter's photo again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Which she's a stay away from that. I know, dude. I thought Stanley was going to take it home after that. That's my daughter. She goes to Catholic girls' school. <laughs> I'm taking, I'm taking it down. down right now. Exactly. Yeah. He brought it back. Um, Dwight knows that something is going on. His... Approaches, hey stranger. <laughs> he feels like they haven't talked in a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, Michael is not about that. Don't call me hey stranger. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Just get back to work. And then under his breath, well, you still can. <laughs> you still can. <laughs> and I just love this because Dwight is like, you know, when you are close to somebody, mm-hmm. okay, when you're on the same wavelength, you know, you can read their emotions mm-hmm. like a book. Michael's book would be something titled Something Weird is Going On, colon, What Did Jan Say? <laughs> the Michael Scott Story by Michael Scott. 
with Dwight Schrute. Schrute yes. Would you read this book? Definitely. Yes. As long as it's also written by Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> <laughs> he would probably write forward the forward. From, yeah, forward from uh, Wayne Gretzky. That's mm, so good. Perfect. Um, so back at Stanford, Karen is spilling the beans about Scranton. She's telling Jim and the Nard Dog is there. He's, he's kind of hearing it as well. Mm-hmm. And Andy, just being the sensitive, good friend to Tuna, it, his exact words, uh, I believe, are in your face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to which Jim is like, I work here now. His response, mm, sucker. Mm, <laughs> sucker. Got him. Really good. Got him. Got him. Take that, Jim. Got him. Your old job shutting down. Um, Michael, in his tour around the office as he's reminiscing, he ends up at reception with Jan. Of course. Just smiling at her, just drinking in Pam mm-hmm. Beasley. Yeah. And she wants to know what's going on. What did Jan say? And he can't tell her. But it doesn't matter because it's all going to be over soon anyway. <laughs> you can tell in this moment, too, that Michael is like one of those people. He's like the 13-year-old girl that's like, and I hate drama. But yeah. like, really? He's like, I love drama. But he loves it. I love yes. this is happening and I want to tell. I have something that everybody wants to know. That's a great way of I'm describing it, him. actually. Do you find it strange that all the people who have to announce to the world that they don't do or slash they hate drama yes. are yes. the ones who are always surrounded by They're drama? They're the ones yes, that, uh, that get absolutely. arrested before high school. There you go. Typically. That's right. Oh. Boy, and then yeah. again afterwards. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he, yeah, he's basically like, it doesn't matter. We're all going to be gone soon. And then Michael just decides, we have a clip here. Michael decides, you know what? It's just time to address the troops. Jan has said, I appreciate your discretion. He loves these people too much. He has to address them. And so let's check this out. Listen up, everybody. I have some news. right now is put on a brave face and go out there and be their leader. It's over. (laughs) We are screwed. (laughs) Leadership. Dunder Mifflin Scranton is being shut down. Michael. So much Uh, poise. We shouldn't be talking about this until all the decisions have been made. You knew about this all along, didn't you? I was so betrayed. Jan told me just a few minutes before she told you. Traitor. (laughs) (laughs) Do we still have jobs? I don't know. Probably not. This is the worst. His face. Oh my gosh, I love that. This is like a famous meme. meme. Yeah, yeah. This is my favorite. This is the worst. Yeah. It's like a teeth over. Yes. Dang good. Um, Michael uh, wants everybody to finish strong, and then he wants to talk to Toby in his office, and. Toby is just the slowest walker ever. (laughs) That's really what it comes down to. But seriously, I hate people who walk slow. Oh my gosh. Putting that out there. I know. You you ever get trapped behind somebody at Costco? Oh man. Like you're just trying to get to the check. Okay. And I get it. Like there's sometimes when you're shopping when you're in a hurry and sometimes when you're not. And the times that I'm not in a hurry, when people like zoom past me, I'm like, that's great. Just get past me. Let me tell you something about Costco on a Saturday. <laughs> in Utah. Every t- yes. Every time I go to Costco on a Saturday in Utah, I'm like, why did I do that? Because mm-hmm. when your seven-year-old kid accidentally runs into me with the cart that he's pushing because oh, you're not being a parent, gosh. I'm going to throw him in the freezer and close the door. <laughs> That's right. And he's going to die on a freaking bag of chicken wings. Yeah. Dude, stop letting your kids drive the carts. If you don't have a driver's license, you don't drive the car. If you don't yeah. have a real ID. <laughs> yeah, you don't have the real one. If you haven't, uh, in Utah, Costco on a Sunday. 
Oh yeah. No, that's great. That, that's the time to it's go. It's a ghost town. Yeah. Yes. No, driving on Sunday in Utah is a ghost town. So, just like it's amazing. So many samples. Yeah. Mm. You just you can eat an entire chicken bake. You can. Yeah. The lady will they, just keep handing it's it to Sunday. You. They don't even care. They'll just hand you all the samples. No <laughs> problem. They're ready to go home. <laughs> no problem. Um, so after uh, Michael ad- addresses everybody and kind of spills the beans, we, we go to a talking head of Ryan. And Ryan is just like, you know what? This totally <gasps> makes perfect sense. I just received a thousand business cards with this address <laughs> on them. Yeah. And, and this phone number. Right? Yep, yep. Uh, Angela, we also cut to Angela. She uh, says there's nobody to blame for this specifically. It's everyone's fault. <laughs> yeah. Way to be a team player, Angela. Yep, That's right. That's everybody. Uh, and Kelly just talks about how uh, if she can't work with Ryan, she's going to kill herself. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's... Kelly would also say she hates drama. Exactly. Yes, oh. yes that's a perfect example of yeah. who hates drama in the office. It would be the Kelly. be Kelly. Well done, Adam Jones. Um, so you'd never hear Creed talking about drama. No, no, Ever. he's Ever. just sprouting those mung beans on his desk. Yeah, that's right. That's you right. see him eating them in this episode. I know. Do they use the same clip? Yes, I think so. From earlier, I noticed that too. That's so freaking. It's awesome. cannabis indica. <laughs> Northern lights. Yeah, no, it's marijuana. <laughs> shut up about the sun. We'll oh, get that's there. I can't wait we'll to yell. It. Shut up about the sun. That's one of my favorite moments oh my of the whole God. series. Oh my gosh. Um, so we cut back to Stanford, and they are like having a great time they're celebrating like andy the nard dog yeah leading them in a victory chant yes right. what is it what is he i think stanford connecticut look we're all we're all musicians we can all clap <laughs> exactly good. on beat good synchronization it's that good stuff yeah. um and as josh walks out the nard dog is like our fearless leader josh josh porter yes. everybody josh porter <laughs> take a bow right doesn't he tell him to take a bow <laughs> yeah. yeah he does <laughs> and you can tell josh is like stop talking to me yeah well so josh in the, at this point is kind of telling everybody like hey let's take it easy nothing is definite um and a little bit before this jim was even asking him like hey is are people going to transfer here what does that look like? And mm-hmm. he just like, nothing's been decided. Yeah. And then telling the troops like, Hey guys, like I appreciate the fanfare, but like nothing is definite yet. Foreshadowing. Yes. Oh yeah. No, um, it definitely oh, is. Spoiler alert. If you haven't watched something, this yet. Josh friggin Porter. Um, and then we cut to a, a talking head of Jim where he talks about like people transferring to Scranton from Scranton might be weird. Mm-hmm. I love the analogy he uses too. He's like, it's like if you go to your high school reunion, you're like, hey, I missed you guys. And everybody's like, ah, don't worry about it. We're moving in with you. <laughs> Did you guys go? Have you guys been to a high school I haven't had mine yet. 20 years It'll coming be, up? Mine would be this pretty next, boring. This next year will be the 10 year. Oh, 10 year. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. This next coming year is going to be your 10 year. 10 year. Okay. I'm not going, dude. Oh, man. You're not going to go to your 10 year? No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Why not? I don't... I, no <laughs> i only want to go if i can do something weird like go in in a cosmonaut costume with a briefcase tied to my wrist excellent mm, and just mm-hmm. throw everybody off my scent everybody's you know? like what is going on with caleb know. polk i might yeah. go i grew up in a small town so like half the people still live there mm. it's, oh, it's oh, weird. Yeah. It's that's weird, my man. world yeah it's weird have you had your tenure but dude, I was homeschooled. I don't get it. I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. This ten, ten years every Christmas when he goes home to meet his principal yeah. again. <laughs> That's right. <Yeah. laughs> 
No, but I did go back for Christmas. It is funny. This like you you get the, you definitely have those people like that stayed there and our <laughs> yes. and our lifers there, and then there's the people who moved. <laughs> the lifers. That's such a that good is. way to call oh, them no, because it they're, is. they're serving a life sentence to pull out. Yeah, yeah, pull out the old yearbook. It's just an eight by ten of Adam Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Graduated, signed by what his did, mom. What are all those oh terms the the smart people get with the you know the valedictorian, valedictorian and stuff yeah. like that? He's yeah, got yeah. the valedictorian photo. Yeah, I got, oh I got the I got the, the tassels, the tassels <laughs> and stuff. Huh? Yeah, you guys yeah. want to hear? I know we're good on another rabbit trail. Sorry, right. my mom went to a very very small like rural farming <clears throat> high school. Like literally, her graduating class had six people in it. Oh, Perfect. dang. Okay. So when she was in high school, she told me her sophomore year, the senior class was literally a brother and sister twin oh no so they, they were homecoming king and queen yes that's exactly <laughs> what i'm getting at so oh my they gosh. go to the homecoming dance and they obviously get king and queen because there's one boy one girl wow. but what's funny is their brother and sister and people started chanting kiss kiss, oh, kiss. No. <laughs> and because of where they were they did <laughs> yeah, because and it was, was fine yeah, yeah. nobody it nobody, was, yeah. nobody cared that's right Dude, they were everybody was rooting for them. oh yeah, my yeah. gosh so we've been funny. rooting for you kids to get together for <laughs> We've been waiting for this day. Oh dear lord! Oh my gosh! Uh, my tenure actually happened. Wait, I did not go. Was it weird? Yeah. See, yeah. Why are you getting on to me about that? You're like, you're not gonna go. Well, here's the deal. Okay, I I didn't realize how small of a you know town you grew up in as well. Yeah. I grew up in a very small town. Mm. I think when you look at the picture, okay, number one, here's how small of a town it was. There is a small diner that has a bar attached to it. Uh-huh. Mm. The ten-year high school reunion was in the bar of the diner. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! So the side room yes. of the diner. Yes. Wow, dude. And when you look at the pictures, I think they're you know our graduating class was probably a hundred and twenty-five, something like that. Okay, okay. pretty similar. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, there was maybe thirty people there. Oh no! And Are they was, the people that live in yeah, that town? Yeah. And I lived at that time. I lived about six, no, five hours away. And I was just like, you know what? Should I go? Should I not go? I like, yeah, nah. I'm not gonna like catch flights back for that. You no, know? Like, I wouldn't do if that. If I could fly back to Texas, it's just to hang with family at this point. So yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So we we did go to Andy's tenure. Nice. <laughs> and that actually was she had to show you off, man. That's yeah, right. that's right. That's right. It actually was pretty Show fun. off the goods. The eye candy. Yeah, I was I was hitting the floor. I was I was tearing it up. Nice. That's good stuff. <laughs> uh, so we cut back over to Meredith walking into Michael's office. And Michael, she kind of catches him staring longingly out the window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just reminiscing. He's deep in thought. And uh, she basically lets... She, she's asking him. She's saying, hey, I just want you to know, like... I'm still down if you're down. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our agreement that we had, you know. <laughs> Do you remember, like, last day of work, you and me, we'd sleep together. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Michael's like, that was not me. <laughs> He's like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. He seems pretty turned off by that. Yes. Uh, and she realizes, oh, it was not him. Never mind. She walks out. That hunt will continue through the rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah, yes. it will. Um, Pam actually though is saying that you know she thinks that you know the the branch shutting down is kind of a blessing and in, and in her mind she always sort of pictured that she was like going to have this moment where she would give a big speech yeah smack somebody in the face and then walk out for it mm. powerful that's right but this is good too yep <laughs> this works have you ever like storm have you ever quit a job like stormed out 
No, I kind of got escorted off of Ace Hardware property. (laughs) Perfect. I know what that's like. Come check us out at Poor Richard's tonight, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. I did have a yeah similar situation uh, to Rob that you'll hear in Poor Richard's. I I asked to uh, be terminated in two weeks for high school golf, and they said, you know what? Let's go ahead and call it right now. Oof. Sent me sent me home on Saturday at seven in the morning because. Because what? that's when my shift started. So I said, you know what? We could have done this on the phone, guys. I didn't Dang have it, to come dude. In. I woke up and drove in for I this. could have slept in. Golly. So, jerks. Yeah. Um, Roy is finding out that the branch is shutting down, and he's really surprised. And the question he's asking is, you know, are they? Is, who's going to get transferred to Connecticut? Yeah. But he's sort of just wondering, is Pam getting transferred mm-hmm. over there? He, he's, he's looking at Pam and wondering, is oh, she yeah. going to be out of there? Yeah. And he, we go to talking head for him because he basically is saying he doesn't want to work here without Pam because basically this job would be loading trucks with no meaning. Which yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we're hearing we're hearing from Roy like this guy wants to win back Pam, right? He does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, he he realizes what he had and what he lost, so mm-hmm. he's he can't do without her. Yeah, yeah. Stanley, on the other hand. This guy is so excited. Mm. He is planning on taking the severance, retiring, doing some traveling with his mm-hmm. wife. Like he yeah. is packing up his desk. Yeah. He's on cloud nine. It's going to be great. Ready to go. Creed is walking around taking photos <laughs> for some reason. For Craigslist. <laughs> do we know why? Craigslist. Creedsless. Have do we? There's never a point in the episode where we understand why he's taking oh, people's no, photos. There is. Yeah, there well, is. He's taking, well, not people's photos. He's selling things. He is taking pictures to post on whatever third-party merchant yeah. sites. Wait, but no, he's taking. He's taking a photo of Stanley, though. But, oh no! I think he's taking photos of his stuff yeah, of the gear. He's using that. He's oh, like, smile yeah. for me, big guy. He's <laughs> using it as like on, an excuse. Let me zoom yeah. in on this monitor. Oh, yeah. okay. See, I didn't make that connection. Like, hey, can you stand in front of the the jewelry like there in the yeah. like? I want to take, oh, like that gosh. type of thing. Creed's the Jar Jar Binks of this <laughs> office, and so you're like, what? That doesn't make sense <laughs> until it does. <laughs> wow, we're calling them prequels now. Yeah. That's right. Okay, see, I didn't even make that connection. I thought he was like. Taking photos of the people for some sinister means. No, oh no, that no. we don't he's, find out in this episode. Oh my stuff, god, no. but that would also make sense just for him to have yeah, a picture. It would also make sense. <laughs> making, yes. He's he's like co- making a photo database of his coworkers <laughs> that he will never see again, so he can steal their identities. Yeah. Um, Michael is down in the warehouse and he sees Daryl, and this is the first time we've seen Daryl in oh, a few episodes. Yeah. He's like lost some weight. He's kind of looking good right now. I like what you put yeah. in the. Is this hot Daryl? You put hot Daryl. This is hot. This is hot Daryl. This is him. Uh, this is after the Weight Watchers, right? He I talks guess. About, it's, after, it's after Tybo. He talks about entering the points. That's right. <laughs> yeah. If you don't enter them right away, you forget. That's yes. right. Daryl is looking good, and uh, Michael is, you know, just sort of reminiscing, and he's sad to see things end. Yeah. But Daryl lets him know that Bob Vance actually bought the warehouse and he's going to be keeping the whole crew on, so they're totally fine. <laughs> Good news. <laughs> Friggin' Bob Vance. Oh, my gosh. And I love the analogy that Michael uses here. He's like, it's like the CFO <laughs> took my house away, is giving it to Josh Porter, and then Josh gave the garage <laughs> to Bob Vance. <laughs> <laughs> it still doesn't make sense. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Uh, uh, freaking so Bob good. Vance, dude. It's always going to come down to Bob Vance. Mm-hmm. Um, it's at this point, though, we have a clip here because 
once Michael realizes all this, he's had enough, and he comes up with a plan. So yeah. let's check this out. Mm. All right, listen up. Some of you may have heard some rumors about the branch closing. Um, like when you said the branch was closing? <laughs> I am not going to take this lying down. I have a That's plan, what she said. and I am going to do our job, so just hang in there. Let's go. Yes! Oh, good, you're bringing Dwight. Yes, this might get ugly. I need backup. <laughs> this, this has What's to be plan? one of the most gratifying York, moments. confront the CFO, show him he's making a mistake, save the branch. Can I drive? No way. Shotgun. No, there's no one else. <laughs> no. He says no, and then he says still. Yeah, so. still. Is Michael going to make him sit in the back seat? Possibly? I, I, I hope so, yes. I, like this. I hope but this so. also has to be like one of the most gratifying moments ever for Dwight, because this is a time that his karate skills are needed. He says, yes. Yes. He needs Dwight's backup. coming with me. It might get ugly. It may yeah. get ugly. I might need backup. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Dwight is ready to roll out. Um, so as they're driving though, Dwight is on the phone. He finds out that the CFO is actually out of the office, but Dwight has his home address. And when Michael wants to know why, like, how did you get this guy's home address? Christmas card list. Yep. (laughs) You've never sent him a Christmas card. Yeah. But now when we meet, we'll have something to talk Talk about. about. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, Jim is popping into Josh's office and he really wants to know, hey, is somebody is are anybody coming from Scranton? He looks like slash nervous and pressing mm-hmm. and he's like, I need to know what's happening here. Yeah. Which yeah. this is a little bit interesting to me because the last sort of interaction that we saw was was it not Jim accidentally calling and getting Pam when he was trying to get Kevin for fantasy football? Yeah, that's like the last time they've talked, I think. Yeah. And then they have like a really good long conversation and it's yeah. all cool. Mm-hmm. So now the next thing we're getting from Jim is like, if there's a possibility that Pam is coming here, that's like, it's making him nervous. It is. It's nerves. Yeah. What's the deal? Nerves. I mean, he's, he knows internally he still wants to be with her. So right, like, this right. is a, this is a big deal for him. Oh my yep. gosh. Um, and once again, Josh is saying, we don't know anything for sure, but then he says, I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. yeah no, he's definitely foreshadowing yes letting them know oh baby yep uh and then jan arrives walks into the office with jim and Mm -hmm. josh and says hey let's talk some logistics yep so we know scranton's shutting down and some people are going to be absorbed into stanford so let's talk those logistics jan as we cut back to scranton though ryan is sitting down with kelly and he's just breaking the news to her he's like the branch shutting very down. Disappointed. You know, I'm going to go somewhere. You're going to go somewhere. It just yes. doesn't make sense. Yeah. And uh, they're going to. It's too bad. They should probably break up. Yeah. A couple things to keep in mind here. This is post Diwali, right? True. Yeah, so just remember, yeah. he's met her parents. He's met her family, her yeah. sisters who think he looks like Zach, Zach Braff. Braff. <laughs> Um, he's gonna buy an Xbox. And he sees a way out. But what's cool <laughs> is later in this episode we start to see the 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 root of their relationship. Sure. And I love mm-hmm. it so much. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Um, and then uh, we we see that Creed uh, is deciding, hey, everything's shutting down. I'm gonna sell off some of this gear. That's and right. He's some guy walks out with a printer initially. I think is yeah. what it is. <laughs> and this will not be the first time Creed is gonna make a grip of Skrilla. I believe is what the kids say on the streets. Yeah, Cheddar. Yep. Yeah, Cheddar. Oh, Cheddar. Sure, That's yeah, a Wisconsin yeah. thing. 
Yeah, yeah get, in Wisconsin, get that, they could say that. Yeah. Get that sharp cheddar. That's right. Uh, Michael and Dwight arrive at the CFO's home. And as they're walking up, Michael is excited. He's saying this is exactly like what Michael Moore does. Mm-hmm. Famous documentarian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, but he gets a camera and he walks up to people and he says, you know, why did you do this? You polluted. You are bad. <laughs> you are bad. Um, and he says, although he didn't really enjoy Bowling for Columbine because <laughs> it wasn't a bowling, bowling movie. movie like Kingpin. I thought it was going to be more like Kingpin. And what else I love about the scene when you're watching it at home is he says, I thought it was going to be more like Kingpin. He pauses for like a legit seven seconds in silence then just goes, but it wasn't. <laughs> Like, he really rides it out. Rabbit Trail. Have you ever seen Kingpin? No. I haven't. I know what it is, but I haven't seen it. It's like T2 Judgment Day. I know what it is. Well, yeah. yeah. It's only like T2 Judgment Day in the sense that you've never seen it, and that's where the similarities end. (laughs) (laughs) That's basically it. Yeah, yeah. I but was, Arnold does kill a lot of people in Kingpin. In Kingpin. I know. It's it's ironic how that works out. It's pretty interesting. Um, and so we have a clip here because uh, back in Stanford, Jan is sort of explaining what Josh's new position will be and what Jim's new role will be. Mm-hmm. Talking those logistics. When something goes wrong, mm. and suddenly everything changes. Let's check out this clip. My movie preview voice. I love it. <laughs> Keep so, doing it. Josh will be running what is now called Dunder Mifflin Northeast, which is all the offices north of Stanford. Beautiful. And Jim, if you want the job, you'll be his number two. Oh, sweet. Wow. Yeah, that's good. Sure, absolutely. Awesome. Excuse me, Jan. I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to stop you there. Yeah. I um, <laughs> will not be taking the job. We. Why not? As of today, I have accepted a senior management position at Staples. What a jerk. Staples. You leverage your new position with us into another offer? Damn it, Josh. This whole restructuring thing was based around keeping you. <laughs> Look at Jim's face. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's done. It's done. What's funny is Jim is constantly in like weird aspects of Jan's drama. Say what you will about Michael Scott, but he would never do that. True yes. dad. So okay, true. Caleb Polk. Sorry. sorry. sorry yeah, he is always like a third wheel to whatever Jan's <laughs> dramatic moment is. Yeah, that's true, you actually. You see it here, you see it with, Do- or with Michael. Great uh, facial reaction. It's so to funny. It. He's it's, just yeah. always in the crossfire. He's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So Josh takes his offer, leverages yep. for a better position, senior management at Staples. Yep. This changes the game. Scranton was going to shut down. Stanford was going to bring some people in. Now it was all about Josh, and Josh is not going to be there. What is going to happen? Let's find out. Michael and Dwight are, uh, they're still at the CFO's house, and they come up with this great idea of like, what if we like role play the situation? Like, what are you Mm going to say to him? I'm just going to spitball it. Okay, well, let's do some role playing. (laughs) It's so good. And so Dwight is going to be the CFO, and as he's walking up, Michael launches into this, you know, questioning of him, and then Dwight just unloads. Uh, we're shutting down screen. It's it's no longer financially viable. It's a business. It's not a charity. Great explanation. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. he goes, Michael, 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 listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like tries to talk down to him. Michael shuts him down and is like, it won't be like that. He'll be, he'll more, be more, more intimidated. <laughs> Let's do it again, and this time don't touch me. I think it's like, <laughs> yeah, like, don't, touch, don't me, touch me this yeah. time. Oh my gosh! Um, back at Scranton, though, Kelly 
is making the rounds and she's asking Pam to sign her company staff directory. Yes. Kind of like a yearbook, I guess. Yep. To which Pam, uh, she signs it, Kelly, best wishes, love Pam. And this offends Kelly. She's like, <laughs> for real? That's what she not, got for not me. Good enough. That's what she got? I mean, P.S., what a long, strange trip it has been. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. which Kelly's like, ha, 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 That makes it all better. Yep. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It works. Uh, when you guys, okay, Rabbit Show. Minus Adam Jones because he was homeschooled. Yeah. When you got your yearbook, <laughs> did you ever have the that the comedian who would sign your yearbook and they would like, like, like I'm doing it with my hands so people can't see this, but like yeah. when they open the book, like the 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 spine of the book where the pages meet, somebody would sign like vertically right there oh and be like, gosh. "Hey, but you never thought somebody would sign your crack." Did anybody ever do that to you? <laughs> no, that's, that's oh such a good one. That sounds like a Caleb thing. It is not. Yeah, it is I'm so gonna, stupid. I'm gonna use that now. <laughs> you know, when just... I graduate college, I'm gonna graduate college, mom. <laughs> yeah. All right. He's just gonna be hanging out on middle schoolers' campus. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, kid, let me sign your yearbook. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell your parents I let you. Uh, that you let me sign your crack. That's right. Uh, oh my gosh. That's too, that's a close oh line. Okay. Gosh. It was the worst. I uh, I love to put hags in there. Hags. Yes. Ha- right. Have a great summer. Oh. And so I would put hags dash Caleb. So <laughs> if you're out there in your yearbooks hagging it up. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you those great summers. I remember uh, when I was in grade school, uh, I think it was the fifth grade, and we had yearbooks even then. And some kid signed mine. Hey, it was, I think I was Robert at that point. Robert? Okay. I might have been, been Bobby. Oh, you went by Bobby? Bobby? There was a time. There no. was a season of my life. Bobby. Did you have a soul patch? <laughs> <laughs> I was in like the third grade. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've seen your beard now. You could have had a soul yeah, patch in third grade. That's true. Yeah. Um, but no, somebody like in the fifth grade signed my yearbook and it said, "Hey, Bobby." I can't. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Have fun. Have fun in the sun and get laid in the shade. <laughs> in the third grade. In the fifth. Well, still the fifth grade. But oh still. my gosh. I remember reading that and being like, my mom's going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> my mom puts all my friends in here. It's going to be bad, man. But what, what? I mean, it was the it was like the oh, 90s. What funny. fifth grader signs that have fun in the sun and get laid in the shade? Get laid in the shade. The cool kid. I didn't even. Yeah, exactly. He was yeah. pledging uh, Kyle next, yeah, I next semester. <laughs> oh, he's going to middle school. He had to, he had to crank it up a notch. Um, so then... Back in Stanford, Jan walks back in and informs Jim, okay, here's what's going to happen. Scranton's going to stay open. Stanford's going to shut down. Some people from Stanford will get absorbed into Scranton. Uh, we want to offer you the number two position, <laughs> the assistant regional manager. Here we go. That's the right <laughs> So dangerously close to oh, Dwight's title. Beautiful. Uh, we want to offer you the number two position there. And Jim is hesitant here. He says, I've yeah. got a lot of bad memories that I don't know if I want to revisit. And Jan says, and I quote, we'll do whatever we need to do to get you to stay. It's a good position to be in. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. If your boss says yeah. that. Mm. But once again, when, when he says, I got some bad memories, she says, Michael Scott. And he's like, no, no, no. It's not yes. Michael. Yeah. But I've got some bad memories I don't want to revisit. But I'm once again, I'm looking at the last interaction we saw with him and Pam. It was really good. Yeah, he's still just, is he just afraid he's going to get hurt again? I is that what's going on yeah, here? I, yeah, like I that. think that she's scared about the whole Roy thing still. And also remember, too, in the Diwali situation, 
when Pam was like leaving that party, she was texting somebody, and it it cut to Jim's phone That's vibrating. Right. Yeah. So yeah. he was he was wasted, and he yes. probably passed out. But when he woke up the next morning, yes, there were mm-hmm. text messages waiting from Pam. Yes. From being yeah. a Dwali. So I think, yeah, I think that I think that they both know at this point, like we want to be with each other, but they're both hesitant and gun shy to be like, you, you could also hurt me again. Yeah, I exactly. Guess, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, back at Scranton, Meredith <laughs> approaches Toby in the annex and is like, hey, you know, do you ever remember us having a conversation <laughs> about the last day of work and uh, Toby? an agreement, you and me? And Toby's like, no, <laughs> I have That's no so idea. Funny. I think she even says something sexual. <laughs> yeah. like, no, definitely not. Yeah, it's definitely not me. Oh, God, no. It wasn't Toby, we find out. Uh, Pam uh, has Roy uh, over there at her desk, and uh, she's saying that she's okay with the branch closing down. Uh, when you know, what is she going to do? Well, you know, maybe go to art school. Mm-hmm. Um, we find out that she's actually already started. Yeah, that she's been right. doing it for a while, and this is kind of a, a surprise to Roy. Mm-hmm. He's very supportive about it, but I, there's almost this look in his eye of like, like, yes, we're not together, and I'm disconnected from you, but there's like, you're definitely moving on. Like you're, yeah. like I don't know what's happening in your life. Yeah. Like you've, you went, you've started on your it's dream, big deal of art yeah. school, and I didn't even know about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's pretty but hardcore. He in an earlier episode said Pam's art was the, the most- best. Art, best art. <laughs> and so he gets yeah. it. You know? Exactly. He's, he's, he's got a knife for that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, back at the CFO's house, Dwight is going through his trash. Says you can tell a lot about a man in his trash. Finds a satellite cable bill. Mm. He must be rich. <laughs> he must be I used, rich. I definitely used to think that growing up. There's <laughs> no way my dad would dish. have ever paid for a satellite. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh! You yeah. know what's ironic though is like you find that the bigger the satellite dish, like. How do I put this in a nice way? The smaller the satellite dish, probably yeah. the more well off you are. Yeah. And there's people with these huge satellite dishes yes. on their property. Yes. Dude. That was us growing up. You had the big one? But it wasn't for like nice stuff, like for dish and stuff. It was like we had this huge antenna that like could probably summon a nuclear warhead to our house. <laughs> Excellent. And uh, yeah, dude. You need to like get, support cables to keep yeah, it upright? You'd get like channel 3, 10, and 11. Yeah. Sweet. Know? That's so. pretty good. And the Disney Channel. <laughs> no, no, not the Disney Channel. <laughs> Luckily, though, my parents loved me, and they did get satellite TV, so I could watch the Disney One day, Channel. So. I mean, when you That's live, when in, I started watching Boy Meets World. There you so. go. Well, when you live in Texas, like every channel's John Wayne the whole time, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's all John it's Wayne. All westerns and uh, Dallas Cowboys playoff scenarios, but like in June. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, we always know we're gonna make it. Yeah. Speaking of John Wayne, uh, come on over to the after party at Poor Richards for a beautiful. John oh Wayne story gonna, from Caleb. Listen, Paul. if you've been beautiful? teetering on the edge of like, ah, should I give three bucks to get into this Poor Richards thing? <laughs> Actually, this week the night, is the week. <laughs> listen, pay the cover charge at Poor Richards. Get in because you got to hear this John Wayne stuff. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, it, you don't want to miss. There's it. tears and John Wayne. John Wayne. We talk about golf coaches. Yeah. So it's good. Oh god, get security. I felt a little bit uncomfortable. That's right. Yeah, it's pretty rare. It's good stuff. Um, Dwight. So going through uh, the trash, finds a satellite bill. He must be rich. Uh, then finds coffee grounds, and I love that it's. Oh, he was either enjoying a hot, tasty beverage, or is he trying to mask the smell of cocaine from drugs? <laughs> Very <dogs>. good question. <laughs> 
most very good left question. field thing ever. Oh my gosh. Um, Phyllis is walking around back in Scranton trying to put a lunch together because, and I quote, we will probably never see each other again after this. Mm. Uh, Kevin and Angela just ruin it. They cannot decide on where to go. <laughs> Angela says, no seafood. Yeah. <laughs> is it, what's, what's the problem with seafood? Because yeah. it's anim- it's animals. Is know? it Kevin though? Yeah, I is think it Kevin it's more of watching seafood? Kevin eat a lobster than yeah, right, right. than they serve lobster. I, yeah, I like where you're going with that. I get it. I've been Kevin eating a lobster. <laughs> yeah, I know. Who hasn't eaten There's a lobster. butter everywhere. I'm sorry, everybody. People are screaming in the background. You got a little hammer. <laughs> There's fishing nets all over my body. Uh, Creed is uh, making a deal. The guy uh, wants four hundred. Sells hey four hundred dollars for the CPU. Mm-hmm. Done deal. He has a huge wad of cash. Oh, he's making bank. <laughs> it is coming yeah, together. Does. Creed is making bank. Oh, my gosh. And he's not done yet. Nope. Um, really quick, back at the CFO's house, Michael and Dwight are sharing a huge bottle of generic Gatorade. <laughs> Got to replenish your fluids. Got to replenish your fluids. I love this cutscene because he says, replenish your fluids. <laughs> it is a literal liter of Gatorade. <laughs> yeah. This is not a single serve you grab out of the cooler by the checkout. No, 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 this no, is no, you go to the aisle for this one. Dwight knows how to get ready for a stakeout. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy, he probably packs sandwiches. Yeah, dude. Um, back at Scranton, Jan arrives at the branch. So she's driven from Scranton to Stamford, finds out that Josh is jumping ship to Staples. She is driving back to Stamford or back to Scranton, sorry, and finds out that Michael is gone. And at this point, she's just done. She's exhausted. So she wants to set the record straight. She says, hey, look, Stamford is shutting down. Scranton is staying open. Staying open. So for now, your jobs are safe, is mm, what yes. she says. Um, some people are celebrating. Stanley is so sad. He looks like a shell shock like- victim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got the thousand-yard stare. As, is it Kelly who's hugging him or it's, Phyllis? It's Phyllis. She's oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Stanley, we get to keep our jobs. Uh, He's like, please kill me now. Yeah, yeah for real. Um, but And then Pam asks, is anyone coming back to Scranton? To which Jan's like, back? And she's like, I mean, is anyone coming to Scranton? Right, so, right. At this point. wonder what Pam was thinking about. Exactly, mm. exactly. Um, back at the CFO's house, Michael and Dwight are still waiting. It is getting late. All of a sudden, Lady Humps starts playing. That good <laughs> MIDI ringtone on Michael's phone. <laughs> and it's the office calling him. Probably calling to say, hey... Our, our branch is not shutting down, but mm-hmm. Michael doesn't want to answer until he's got some good news for them. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's not going to do it. Yep. Back in Stanford, uh, the Nard Dog is doing his best, like, news? I guess, like, yeah. news. Like, yeah. ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. Action news bit. Yes. Yeah. Dunder it's, Mifflin action news. It's like his weekend update for us. There SNL. you go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Will Big Tuna transfer back to Scranton? Uh, he's not sure if he's going to make that move, but Andy's not worried. He's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, he went to college in Cornell. Yeah. It's because he went to Cornell. Cornell. That's right. Yeah. It's because yeah. he went to Cornell. Yeah. They got that really good uh, alumni network. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, um, and maybe he'll go back and teach. That's what he says. <laughs> <laughs> Who to knows? Which, to which I love when Jim goes, where did you go to school again? It's <laughs> <laughs> your only name. It's Cornell. Cornell. (laughs) He's offended. That's right. He's so offended. Um, Ryan is asking Pam if Jim's coming back. Uh, They're kind of in the kitchen there. They're having a conversation about all this stuff. 
And Ryan is kind of like, hey, do you think Jim will come back here? And Pam's like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Hmm. Right. Uh, but then Kelly runs in and pins Ryan against the refrigerator and is so excited that now they don't have to break up. Yes. <laughs> and Ryan looks very disappointed. It's so funny. So this is interesting to me because then it cuts to a talking head of Ryan and all he says is, I don't know... I can't explain it. And he's smiling the whole time he's saying What it. was the question? But he's looking down. He's saying, like, I don't know what it is with her. I can't explain it. Okay. I, I want to be with her, and I don't at the same time. Oh. This is what I was talking about earlier. This is, like, the root of their relationship that okay. comes through the next five seasons that we're about to go through. Yeah. But, oh, my gosh, dude. The complexity of what's about to unravel between, <laughs> between Ryan and Kelly. As soon as he thinks he's out, they yeah. just pull him back That's in. why he's like, I don't know. I can't explain it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Such a mess. Meant to be together. That's right. Um, so back in Stanford, Karen is actually telling Jim if there was an offer that she would actually consider moving to Scranton. And Jim is really surprised about this. Um, he's like, New York is 45 minutes away. Why would you go to Scranton? This reminded me of, and I think this is, I, I think it's intentional though. It reminds me of when Jim finds out about the corporate job mm-hmm. and he sort of mentions it to Pam and Pam is like, you should go for it. And to Jim and Jim at that point is like, oh yeah, you know what? Maybe I will. Yeah. But it's like Jim is feeling like Pam is not like they're not as connected as he thought. Yeah. Yes. And now we're seeing this with Karen and Jim. Karen is like, I would go basically telling him I would go to Scranton with you, and he's like, you should go to New York. And there's just not that yeah connection there. Oh yeah. man, yeah, sucks. Um. And then it goes into the break room, and Andy, what is he doing? He's he's letting out some frustration. He's just sort of losing his mind, like air punching napkins or something. Yeah, like, what is know. the deal? That is exactly it's it. such a weird cutscene. Is but. he is he freaking out because Jim didn't know about Cor- like <laughs> getting hard time about Cornell? Yeah, I know. I don't no, know. I think he's just so he was so gung ho about his job just earlier that day and yeah. celebrating. Now it's. Now it's up in the air. Now who knows yeah. what's going to happen with the Narcos. Great movie, by the way. I just watched that this weekend. Which one? Up in the air with George Clooney. What? Oh, I've never seen that. This reminded me when he said, it's up in the air. Wait, what is up in the air with George oh Clooney? Oh my gosh, you got to watch it. It's on Netflix. Okay. It's about George Clooney. This is a deep rabbit trail. <laughs> it's this movie about George Clooney, who is this guy that flies to different places all across the country to fire people. Oh, oh interesting. Dude, okay. It's such a good movie. You got to watch it. Anna Kendrick, very early role for her. This looks familiar to me. Yeah. You've probably seen it. Mm. Okay. It's like mid-2000s, maybe. Like yeah, maybe. 2009. Yeah. 2009. Yeah. Okay. It's on Netflix. Watch it. I'll give it a try. I'll I'll give it a try. Uh, as soon as Josh walks in, though, he just completely composes himself. Hey, good luck, Josh. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> um, and so the episode is starting to wrap up. Creed back at Scranton. We find out that he has made twelve hundred dollars today. <laughs> it's a good haul. such a good haul. Selling off equipment from the uh, branch that is no longer closing. We find oh out. Gosh. Meredith's phone rings and it's Gary. Yeah. Who used to work in the warehouse. Mm-hmm. And uh, he heard through the grapevine that the branch was shutting down and remembered the deal that they made. The deal. <laughs> yes, the deal we've the been searching deal. for. That's right. And uh, I love that Meredith is like, yeah, well, actually, the branch is. Can you be at my place in 20 minutes? <laughs> yeah. Good cover. Good be at cover. my place in 20 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Gary, you're in for a. I was going to say you're in for a treat. Nah. That would be 
That would be the wrong word to use. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't say that. You would use treat in the sense of uh, like taking communion as a snack. Oh, oh, wow. There you go. That's a whole, yeah. There yeah. you go. Uh, Michael and Dwight still at the CFO's house. And it is dark now, by the way. The sun has gone down. Um, they're kind of reminiscing in the car. Um, Dwight is basically saying that it's been an honor to work with Michael and Michael wants to reminisce. Like, what are your favorite Dunder Mifflin moments uh, in history? And Dwight talks about the time that uh, Michael sprayed him with a fire extinguisher on his first day to haze him. Yes, that sounds like a Michael thing. <laughs> um, he talks about the t- first time he made a sale, his promotion to assistant regional manager, mm-hmm. their basketball game, the time that Michael took Dwight to the hospital and told him he cared about him. <laughs> to which Mike is like, all right, that's enough. That's enough. Yeah, it's <laughs> over. Well, what about you, Michael? And Michael, I loved all of them. Just all of them. All, all the moments. Them. Yeah. yeah, that makes In- sense. Including the branch closing down. <laughs> <laughs> well, way to go. Uh, and uh, so as the episode is wrapping up, uh, back at Scranton, uh, everybody is heading. Now, this is awesome. <laughs> This, this is, is so good. This is classic Creed. Oh, I love it so much. Creed has spent the entire day selling off all this gear. He's made $1,200. And at the end of the day, he's telling everybody, we're going to poor Richard's shots on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Creed is, he's, that's great. Oh, he's the freaking oh, man, great. dude. I love it. Fun uncle. Yeah. Fun uncle. He's the, the funkle. He's the funkle. That's right. Uh, so Phyllis is, uh, you know, she's saying, hey, Pam, we're all going to Port Richard. Shots on Creed. Um, she, Phyllis shares that Jim is going to be coming back. Mm-hmm. Like that Jim might be coming back. Phyllis is excited to tell Pam this, by the way. Indeed she is. <clears throat> she is playing a little bit of matchmaker here. Mm-hmm. Roy pops in and uh, he lets Pam know, you know, hey, I'm glad that it's not shutting down. I'm glad that you're still going to be working here. And um, we're seeing a very sort of like shy side of Roy. Yeah. Yeah. Like Roy expressing his feelings, you know, trying to be vulnerable here. It's uncomfortable for him, but he's letting Pam know, like, I'm glad you're sticking around. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I get to hang out with you more. I'm happy about that. Um, but, uh, and Pam basically talks about, you know, that she has, she feels like now that she has a reason to stay. Jim, we find out is going to take the job in Scranton. He -hmm. tells Karen, Mm -hmm. you know, earlier she's saying I would take the job in Scranton. He's like, why would you do that? I don't think, I don't know if I'm going to take it. New York is right here. Like why? Like that's ridiculous. Jim has had a change of heart. He says, you know what? I am going to take that job in Scranton. And you know what? If they offer one, you should come too. Extends the offer. Yeah. So changes the tune. This Ma- is what I was talking about earlier. When I was at, at the end of the episode, I was like, get out of here, Karen. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> well, she says, I don't know if he's into me, but I am into him. So there you go. Boom. I hate it. So, Karen Filipelli. So Pam, Pam I can't is wait available. to do that next episode. Oh <laughs> Leave me at the message. Avodanza. <laughs> so so uh, Pam is single. She's had a connection with Jim. Mm-hmm. Jim is going to go back to Scranton. Yeah. Karen's probably coming too. Karen's into Jim. Mm. Jim's sort of making a little bit of a move that maybe he's into Karen as well. Oh, I don't baby. Think he yeah. knows what he wants at this point. No, he's confused. He doesn't know. He's confused. He has no idea. Yeah. He just knows he's not going to Staples. Dang That's it, right. Right. Uh, and then the last clip we have here um, Michael and Dwight 
They are at the CFO's house. It's been a long day. They're ready to give up. Yep. They're getting ready to leave when suddenly Dwight gets a message. Oh, this was such a stupid idea. This was so <laughs> stupid. I'm such a stupid idiot. I let everybody down. Everybody hates me. Oh, Michael. I lost everybody's jobs. <laughs> Nobody likes me anymore. Oh, my God. What? Stanford is closed. Michael, we're not closed. Stanford is closed. Stanford is closed. We did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. way that Dwight too's oh my god <laughs> I love too that Michael when he first hears it he questioningly goes we did it and then, and then he breaks the third wall and looks at the camera and goes we did it yeah 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 <laughs> so Michael and Dwight uh they don't know how but they they, they they changed they everybody's it. mind it's done and then uh our final clip before the episode ends we cut back to Toby poor Tobes he was uh, he was thinking about selling his house, moving to Costa Rica, learning how to surf. But uh, it's all right. Costa yeah. Rica will still be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's 65. <laughs> when he retires. <laughs> Dang it, Toby. Uh, Costa Ricans. Great, great, great people. This I've only, I've only been, been there once. It was really fun. Though. You been to Costa Rica? Dude, it was so fun. Oh, boom. We went for our honeymoon. Oh, nice. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Excellent. I feel like Very nice people. There could have been a spinoff here. If, if things would have changed and Scranton would have been the one to shut down, mm-hmm. the spinoff is Toby, Stanley, the odd couple, Costa Rica. Get it? Like they're like, mm. like they both retire. Yeah. They take the severance. Stanley goes with Toby to Costa Rica. Yes. Toby and Stanley go as two single, like <laughs> yeah. single bachelors living in Costa they Rica. The, the beach surf towns. Yeah. They're trying to live it up. Stanley's <laughs> learning how to surf. Toby's learning how to surf. Everybody's learning how to surf. That's right. Pretzels all day, air day. Yeah, mm. I can get my pretzel whenever I want when I'm that's retired. Right. That's right. Dang it. Uh, so that's the end of the episode there. That is Season 3, Episode 7, Branch Closing. And as always, we like to throw it out to you guys and uh, hear what your favorite moments were and all that good stuff. So over on Instagram, uh, Sparkling Eyes 4 said, Ryan's reaction in the irony that he just got his new business cards. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny. A thousand business. I mean, at least it didn't go to waste, right? He's going to get to use them. It's yeah, good. that's right. true. It's good. True Jedi 48, uh, Jim's message from future Dwight and Jan having to drive back and forth twice. <laughs> that yes. part is actually really funny because <laughs> it's so unnoticed that she was in the car for like eight hours. That oh, night. yeah. She was driving so much. She was like 500 miles or something like that. And then some jerk on Instagram just sent us a message that said, when the pee-pee go poo-poo. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have done that? Oh, wait. User, Caleb Polk. Dude, oh, I sent that to my, I showed my wife that I sent this into the, the podcast account before I came over here. She's like, 
You're literally five years old. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. When the pee-pee go poop. Okay. That's right. I get right. it. I get I, it, guys. No, it's a, my no, humor's I'm, not for everybody. It's fine. I'm down for it. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, and then over on Twitter, uh, Merck with a movie blog. Thanks for joining us again, my friend. Uh, Creed selling off company equipment is a perfect snapshot of his character. He loves that part. Um, we got uh, Blake Blake saying Dwight's knocking the coffee out of Stanley's hand is one of the best scenes from the entire series. I agree. Mm. I love that cold open so much. And then, as always, via Twitter. Yes, I know who we're going to say. Let me put on, hang on, let me turn on the voice. Via Twitter. Yes. Tried and true. At Trumboner Man. Trumboner Man. (laughs) (laughs) Michael and Dwight's jubilation when they hear that Stanford is being closed and their dumbfounded reaction when they didn't understand what they did to make it happen. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We did it. We did it. (laughs) How did, what did we do? I have no idea. And then he actually, this is interesting. He actually added on um, a little thing here. So in reference, I think it's in reference to the scene where Michael is saying, you know, we're screwed. This is the worst. And he has like, you know, the, the meme of him biting yeah. his lip. Yes. So he, he put on here uh, trivia. He said, this scene was the first piece of video shown. And then Adam Jones, you're going to love this. Mm-hmm. First piece of video shown to demonstrate the original iPhone's ability to play video when introduced back in 2007. Really? Man, I've watched the original iPhone keynote several times, and I don't remember that, but I have no reason to question it. I I never watched You're those You're the things. only person I know that's watched the <laughs> original iPhone <laughs> keynote multiple times. That was groundbreaking. We're literally on iPhone like 11 now. <laughs> I will say, they could not have picked a better piece of media. No, it's good. <laughs> They're kicking off the iPhone and showing the video capabilities, and they have a guy going, we're screwed, this is the worst. This is the worst. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. And uh, so now we're going to head over. Yeah. Okay. Jim pulls a prank in this episode. So dang good. Okay. Now, just for reference, here's our top three. Okay. In third place, uh, we have season two, episode five, the Halloween episode, Jim and Pam post Dwight's resume, 23 shroot bucks Mm -hmm. out of 30. Okay. Season two, episode 11, booze cruise, Dwight's vending machine this is jim puts all of his stuff into the vending machine and then gives him a bag of nickels to buy it all out <laughs> 25 such a good one. shrewd bucks and then finally uh, in first place and i mean unopposed for a while season two episode six the fight jim puts dwight's desk mm. in the bathroom yes. aka poop desk 26 out of 30 today gentlemen we have the grave task of mm. Rating season three, episode seven, branch closing. Mm. Dwight faxes himself from the future. <laughs> now, just to re- remind you, each of us can give a score between zero and 10. Yep. Mm. For a total of maximum of 30. You can also use a decimal point. Okay. So, oh, baby. 0. 0.5, 0. 0.6, 0. 0.7, all of that mm. works. I would love to hear from you. Taking into account everything that went into this prank. Mm-hmm. The forethought, the execution, the aftermath. Yeah. The, what rating? Zero out of ten. Actually, one out of ten. What do you give? <laughs> what do you give this prank, and why? Please justify. Mm. Let's you, do this. You want to go first, Adam Jones? I would give it. I'll give it a six. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Rough that makes me funny. think I should rethink my score. A six. Yeah, what's Adam that? Jones, explain yourself. That's a. It's, it's, it's a, a, it's a D you... on a test. No, well, okay, sort of. I, I just my opinion is it's funny, but uh, I think there's better out there. 
Okay. Okay. Six. Okay. Oh, I see six. Rob's in here already. I have already placed my score. <laughs> I will review it after sure. Caleb Polk. <laughs> All right. This one for me. Just okay. There's a couple of things I'm factoring in for this one. Okay. Forethought for sure. Sure. All right. Also, the intricacy and attention to detail mm-hmm. to know that it's a it's a normal Tuesday morning. Whatever. I'm gonna get mm-hmm. to the office early so that I can fax Dwight. Exactly. This like there's there's. There's, these are the unseen hours, people. That's right. These are what he's makes putting this company he, great. He's putting in the work. And he is getting to the office early. He's dialed in. First in, in, last out. Yeah. So there's a lot of forethought that goes into this. Absolutely. Uh, and I love it. On his way out of Scranton, he said, you know what? I'm going to get some of Dwight's yes. letterhead. Like not having any idea what he would <laughs> do with it in the future, right? So for me, this one's a solid 8 out of 10. All right. Ooh. 8 out of 10. 80%. Okay. okay. I am going to generously give Dwight faxes himself in the future a 9.5. Wow. 9.5. This That's pretty good. is almost a perfect score. I love the forethought that went into this. Mm-hmm. I love the creativity, but I also love the aftermath. I love that it caused Dwight to slap coffee out <laughs> of the hand of the most dangerous man in yes. the office. Yes. That's true. And he was a hero for it. I he love was. it so much. So You'll I'm going to give it a nine later. That's right. So I am pleased to say that a six, an eight, and a nine point five is going to put it twenty three point five. Whoa! It's going to put it in third place. New it's going to dethrone Jim and Pam post Dwight's resume and put it in a nice solid third place mm. right there. I think that's 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 good. Thank you. It's warranted. There you go. There you go. So your top three, uh, third place, Dwight faxes himself from the future. Uh, second place, Dwight's vending machine. Still first place. Solid. 26. Mm-hmm. Jim puts Dwight's desk in the bathroom. There's one coming later that I think has the potential to dethrone poop desk. Oh, really? But it, we're, we're going to wait a bit on that I one for can't. sure. <laughs> I can't wait. And then uh, last but not least, uh, we want to head over to that good Dunder Mifflin subreddit and take a look at some quality content. Now, fellas, as always, I sorted by new. Yep. And I'm pleased to say that this went up eight hours ago. It did not have this at the time. It is now at 335 upvotes, seven comments. And I give to you the title. And as always, you can head over to the show notes in your podcast player. Click on the link that says Dundee Winner. And you will be looking at this post (laughs) titled, I Chuckled. Now it is, (laughs) it's a picture of the Chef Boyardee. This is great. Label. But instead of Chef Boyardee, they photoshopped Stanley's face onto it, and it says, Chef Boy, have you lost your mind? <laughs> have you lost your mind? And I'll help you find it. I'll, I'll help, help you find, find it. Um, ain't nobody going to help you out there. Jesus could get the first comment. <laughs> I know, I Jesus could come through the door, and he ain't going to help you find <laughs> it. <laughs> so user, uh, what is this, Madiolica? Yeah. Madiolica. Yeah. Uh, well Mattiolica. done. Yeah, you're gonna get uh, you're gonna get a Dundee. So head over there, let them know. Way to go, beautiful chef boy. Have you lost your mind? Boom. I love it so much. I lolled. I lolled. I lolled. Lolled. Is that what the kids say now? Do they say lolled? I, I think it's like a way of like, I raffled. I raffled. Yeah. Yep. Took a ride on that raffle copter. Yeah, or the raffle copter. Oh, baby. <laughs> Awesome. Well, hey, as always, guys, thank you so much for listening and supporting the show. Uh, make sure you subscribe, tell a friend, and uh, let's head over to Patreon, patreon.com slash pod. Like I said, three bucks a month, you get to check out that after party at Poor Richard's tonight. We're talking about yes. uh, 
in honor of Scranton possibly shutting down, we're talking about last days of work slash last days of school. You got to get mm-hmm. in on it. And, yeah, that's uh, a good one. The Duke, John Wayne. A great John, John Wayne, Wayne story. Several appearances. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It's great <laughs> stuff. So, uh, yeah, as always, guys, thank you so much for listening. Now, your homework this week, as always, head over, make sure you watch Season 3, Episode 8, affectionately titled, and you can tell that I am stalling. It is The Merger. The Merger. The Merger. Says, with Stanford's employees joining the Scranton team, reuniting Pam and Jim, Michael tries to impress everyone with a special welcome video. Scrant what? The Electric yeah, City. Scrant is... what? The Electric City. Yeah. Um, Such a classic. It's going to be so good. So make sure you go watch uh, Season 3, Episode 8, The Merger. And uh, also, uh, go buy a can of Chef Boyardee. Yeah. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Little uh, ravioli action. <laughs> That's right. And until next time, I'm Rob. I'm Adam. I'm Caleb. And this was Everybody, Everybody in, in the, the Conference, conference room. room. All right. Let's head over to Poor Richards.